What's up, everybody? This is Word of a Rebel, otherwise known as Jessica Bordelon, realtor in the New Orleans and Baton Rouge areas. And it has been a minute since I recorded an episode because we've been doing quite a lot of different things in both of my businesses for the last couple of months. And so now I'm actually at a point, the end of the year, we're winding down, and I wanted to speak directly to people who might be choosing to sell in the future. Buyers, you are also welcome to listen to this information because there is a nugget of valuable information for you as well in this so let's get started this is about how to choose the right real estate agent whether or not you're in my market area just pay attention to these tips and you'll know how to choose a great agent who will look forward to um, protecting your interest this is also the reason why dangerous reason why you should not do for sale by owner for those who don't have very long to listen in i'm going to keep it short and sweet here at the beginning here's the summary This is the thesis statement. There are a lot of things that can hold you legally liable and even cost you thousands of dollars if they are not properly handled according to real estate law in whatever state you find yourself in, including certain parishes in Louisiana and counties in other states. There are certain cities as well that have specifications. So if your real estate agent is not knowledgeable on these things, it can cost you a lot of money, not only in the immediate sense, but it could cause you to get taken to court years in the future when you're sitting merrily and pretty drinking your margarita or sipping on your coffee and you're thinking all is well and good and you sold that property three to five years ago and all of a sudden you get a summons saying, guess what? You're being sued. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a story time now. For those of you who don't have time to listen further, that is the crux of it. That's why you should not do for sale by owner. Um, this is why you, if you do choose an agent, I highly recommend that you you interview them, that you look at the past transactions that they have handled, and ask them to tell the stories, especially the stories of the challenges that they faced. If they're painting a pretty picture, like it was just smooth sailing, and they don't know how to explain a challenge they face and overcome, they don't have the experience that you need because anything can happen on each real estate transaction. Now let's get into the story time. So there was a particular transaction in one of the areas that's considered to be relatively rural, but not incredibly rural. So there's probably about 20,000 approximately people living in this jurisdiction. And even within that jurisdiction, there's a particular type of construction component that is just not common anywhere. Not, Not only in cities, but it's not really even common in the rural areas, but it is more common in the rural areas than we find in cities. So I'm somebody who has a wealth of knowledge in both, right? I grew up in a very rural area. Um, I've studied the laws of rural areas. I've studied the laws and lived for a long time inside of cities, Lafayette and New Orleans particularly. Um, I have a strong foundation in the Baton Rouge area. But because these areas, whether you're looking at like, you know, Lafayette, Baton Rouge, and New Orleans, they are also surrounded by a lot of smaller towns. And the issue is that there's a lot of agents who don't know a lot about construction techniques and certain components, and they don't know the laws associated with those components. Now, this is a story about a time where I was representing the buyer. The seller had an agent who did not know these laws. And it could have really jeopardized the transaction, number one. But number two, if I hadn't known these laws, it could have put my client who was buying into a painful situation in a couple of years. And that painful situation would have then led to a lawsuit. 
because the sellers needed to do certain things with this construction component in order for it to be legal and protective of all parties. So this goes into when it was time for the inspections. This is why you should never not do an inspection. The inspector goes in. There's things that I, as a real estate agent, can see on the outside. And I can tell you, hey, maybe there's a thing going on. But the inspector is going to look at the details. They have specialized tools, specialized knowledge, ways of assessing a property, and they can see a lot more. So the inspectors came through and said, hey, um, this is in the report, going through the report, they mentioned this structural component. And I said, oh, that needs to be looked at because there's a special form for that. There's special requirements for that. And the buyer and the seller need to have a discussion at this point about how they're going to move forward because there's certain things that the parish requires where this property is located. So I put together the documentation. I put together what the buyer decided once I had informed them of what the inspector found, what the legalities are associated with it. And they made a reasonable requirement of the seller. And so that was put onto the documentation. So I sent that over to the agent. At this point, I don't know how inexperienced this agent is. I had no clue that she didn't understand. She had her sellers agree to this form, right? Without really looking through it. So a couple of days later, I contact her and said, have they scheduled this particular service? She had no clue what I was talking about, which proved a couple of things. She didn't read the documents. And she didn't even know to think about this being a potential for this property. I get it that she didn't know 100% that the structural component was there. But anytime you are looking at a transaction, you need to know the broad spectrum. Like when you enter into a real estate transaction, even as someone who owns the property, you may have owned the property for 30 years, but you probably don't know what the laws are regarding the sale of your property, right? As a real estate agent, you have to know this stuff. This is why I study so you know, vehemently. I'm constantly studying, constantly learning. Because when you enter into a transaction, there's a 360 of potential things to consider. And me as the agent, I need to go in knowing that all of those things are possible on day one, right? Now, once we get further into it, I learn more about the property. I look up information. I can come back to you. And I can say, okay, out of the 360 degrees of potentiality, these 20 things are likely to be a factor in this transaction. And this is how we properly handle it. The point being that you as the seller, you are not required to know this stuff, right? This is not your area of expertise. Nobody sends you into a doctor's appointment saying, oh, you're supposed to know all of the possibilities that are associated with this condition, right? Nobody expects you to know all that. That's why you hire experts. That's why you go to experts. Your real estate agent is supposed to be your expert. And so at the end of the day, at this point, the sellers get very frustrated because now they realize they've hired an agent who is not experienced enough to be handling a transaction on her own, right? Nevertheless, we go ahead and we move forward. The transaction goes forward smoothly. They they now understand what was expected of them, but it did delay the transaction because they needed to schedule something and it often takes a couple of weeks to get that done. And we only had a couple of more weeks to closing. So you can see where that lineup 
if you can't finish that in time, we have to do an extension, which is the reason I checked in just a few days to say, hey, have they scheduled it? Because I like to be mindful and I, I try to do the thing that like a mama does in these situations, even I'm not trying to be a parent to the other agent, but I put myself in the mindset of myself as, as a mother. Okay, I know this thing needs to get done. Let me check and make sure the other person is doing it, right? Let me just do a friendly check-in. Most of the time when I'm working, you know, when I'm working on the opposite of an experienced agent, it's not a problem. They're like, yeah, we got it done, blah, blah, blah. We move forward. But in this case, because I knew and I had the habit of doing these check-ins, we were able to identify that no, it had not been done. Yes, the seller was willing to do it, but they just didn't know they had to, right? This is what I need. As a seller, if you are hiring someone, you need to make sure that they know what to do and when to do it and how to do it. So that right there was the story time. I just wanted to share that with you guys because I often get asked from sellers, you know, um, what kind of experience do I bring to the table? And if people aren't in my area, I often get asked, how do I know that I'm hiring an agent that has the experience that I need for this transaction? And so I hope this story was helpful to everyone out there. If you are in my service area, which is anywhere in Southeast and South Central Louisiana, um, you can hit me up at 504 535-4353. You can also find me on Instagram, Realtor for Louisiana. Very easy to locate me there. And let me know what your goals are and we can start a conversation. And as always, you know, I'm going to have your back and I'm going to be your guide so that you can have a successful and profitable transaction, whether you're buying, selling, or both. As always, this is Jessica Bordelon Realtor, also found now on Instagram at Realtor for Louisiana.